1: Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning life coach and mentor, two times best-selling author, law of attraction YouTuber, speaker, and badass entrepreneur. My mission is to awaken and inspire women to turn their dream life into an abundant reality and to help them create their positively wealthy life full of abundance, happiness, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey gorgeous souls and welcome back to another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. So you'll have to excuse my nasally blocked nose sound today because I have COVID, it got me after two years of not having any covid very like very blessed to have not got it before now um it got me and I was the only one out of my group in my house last week we all spent three days together and obviously went to see example as well and I was the only one who got it and I was like of course Of course I am. So thank you for all of your lovely, lovely messages, well wishes, healing vibes and all of the kindness you have sent me over Instagram. I super, super appreciate it and it's been so lovely. Have you guys check in on me and check that I'm okay, honestly. It fills my heart with so much joy. So thank you all so, so much and yeah I just sound like I have a cold now to be honest I feel pretty much back to my fit healthy self um I just have a blocked nose for some reason and my taste is a and my smell sorry is a little bit off still um but yeah that's it so I'm very very lucky that that's it um day two and day three were no walk in the park it was a challenge um but I'm grateful to you know, have supplemented properly, taken the right things and feel relatively back to normal Fire feeling like I have a cold. So hopefully that goes in the next few days. But um, quite a few of you, it seems, have it out there at the moment. So if you are Ill with COVID, like I am, then I'm sending you all so much love, so much healing vibes, and I hope this podcast can bring some joy to your day. So, last time I did a solo cast episode, we spoke about the spiritual and scientific benefits of having a morning routine, and I promised you a second episode, part two, to a nighttime routine. And I didn't want to just rush that nighttime routine in the last episode and just be like, do this, do this. Yep, this is the benefit bar because the nighttime routine is actually just as important as the morning routine. And I felt that it would be nice to have a different podcast um, you know, on the benefits of doing it in the morning and then give the airtime and credit that is due to their evening routine as well. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to be talking about the benefits of a nighttime routine and what you can do in that nighttime routine um, to set yourself up for manifesting success and you know feeling good and positivity success as well throughout your day so if you haven't listened to the previous solo cast episode I would highly recommend going and listening to that first so that you have all the stats you have all the statistics because have lots of amazing scientific facts facts in there to help you understand why these are so important. Not just me saying, do it guys, it will benefit your life. You know, there is science and data and many benefits behind this, including financial benefits as well. So um, as I shared, the Sleep Judge did a survey at the end of last year with a thousand people and they found that people who stuck to a morning routine, a structured routine, were more likely to earn $12,500 more than people annually, um, than people who had no morning routine or just wanted a more casual start to the day as such. So there are even financial benefits to this, but please go and have a listen to that podcast first because it's full of useful information. It will obviously I walk you through the morning routine, the importance of it, things you can do in that morning routine, and it's going to make this podcast episode make so much more sense. So I I have been doing a bedtime routine, well, since birth probably, (laughs) since a very young age. I'm sure my parents put me in a great bedtime routine. Um, I used to love sleep, I still love sleep now, Um, and I think sleep is such an important part of our life that we really need to utilise, and of course, last week's podcast episode was... Wake Up to Sleep and Lucid Dreaming with Charlie Morley. So if you love all things sleep, napping and want some more information on why all of this is amazing and lucid dreaming, of course, then please make sure to go and listen to that podcast episode with Charlie Morley because it was fantastic and I learned so much about sleep in that podcast as well. So we know that sleep is important. We know that it helps us, you know, build a healthy immune system. We know it, well, saying that. Well, I know my immune system is good right now because I have recovered quickly. But, you know, it wouldn't sound like I have, it wouldn't sound like I have a great immune system right now, but I definitely do. This is the first time in two years I've been ill. So I have researched so much into immune health, gut health, hormone health over the years because of my health journey, as you guys know. So sleep has always been one of the really key things that have always been asked to me throughout these specialist appointments, throughout all of this journey are you getting enough sleep are you drinking enough water and sleep is so so crucial to our well-being it's crucial to our adrenals it's crucial to our stress indicators as well so if we are not getting enough sleep our body is naturally more in a stress state because it's you know it's having to work harder on less energy as such Um, And again, I'm not a scientist, so I'm sure there is so many more um, better ways to explain what I've just explained in from a scientific um, biology perspective. So we know that sleep is important, but our sleep hygiene still, I know mine isn't great sometimes, so I can hold my hand up to this, but hands up, like, is your sleep hygiene actually good? And I want to start off with the foundations of this before I say, right, let's do these practices at night because... Sometimes we actually just have to strip it back to the basics, especially at nighttime, because the reason why we need to do a nighttime routine as well as a morning routine is because by the time we get to that part of the day, you know, things have happened. You've probably gone to work. The kids might have been winding you up all day. So, you know, so something could have happened when you're out shopping or getting groceries. Um, you know, like a lot happens in a, in a 12 hour day, right? So by the time you go to bed at night, a lot's happened, a lot's changed. And those good vibes and amazing things you've cultivated in the morning probably seem a long way away at that point. So the reason why we, you know, we talk about uh, evening routine is because we want to create a 24 hour cycle of goodness. So when you're waking up in the morning, goodness you're doing your daily practice we've got good vibes you're going to work going throughout your day feeling freaking good and then by the end of the day we want you to still feel good because you know that's going to cultivate more that's going to cultivate that consistency and also that consistent vibration as well so you're not going to feel like you're so up and down throughout the day you're actually creating a sort of consistent container for that positivity and good vibes and you know good feelings as well so when we can release the stresses from the day and release anything that has happened throughout the day you're going to go to sleep in that good mood again which means you're going to wake up in that good mood you're going to have nice dreams hopefully too and then it's that cycle where we're you know waking up positive creating more positivity going to bed releasing anything from the day and then getting ready to wake up feeling refreshed and good and I honestly, I know that my bedtime routine helps me sleep better. I know that for a fact because I always sleep like a baby. And when I have terrible sleep hygiene and sleep like a bedtime routine, I do not sleep like a baby. So I know myself when my bedtime routine is serving me and why I do it. And it helps me to feel rested. And even carrying that forward into the next day, it allows me, like I always know when I'm in a good rhythm, in a good routine, because I wake up and I am productive as hell. Like, time doesn't just slip away. Like, I'm not chasing my tail. I have loads of time in the morning and I'm so productive and I get things done. And I'm like, wow, like I've had such a good organised morning this morning. And it's because I've really prepared myself before I've gone to sleep. And not necessarily like prepared myself for productivity, but prepared myself in a way that that is a natural like After Effect because I have that mindset, I have that energy. So Um, You know, I definitely think over the last few months, I've let my kind of bedtime routine, sort of like sleep hygiene slip as such. Because, you know, like I've got so many things I'm working towards at the moment that sometimes things, you know, in my personal life, like I'm like, right, I'll do that at bedtime. I'll sit and do that at bedtime or I'll sit and read at bedtime. And it's like I have all these things I personally want to achieve as well and that's the time to do it. And then like before I know it, it's half 11, quarter to 12, and I'm like, oh, why have I done this? But for me, I find that that's the time I can give it my energy. So I've noticed that I have slipped in recent months and it's something that this week as I've been ill, I felt like mercury retrograde and COVID has been like, stop. <laughs> Prioritize this, you're gonna do a podcast on it, so you best be walking your talk bish. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing. I have been looking and evaluating how I'm spending time in my bed and how I am spending time at bedtime. Um, and you know, realizing that actually my days will be so much better set up if I actually stuck to this, which I do nine times out of ten, and prioritize the right things at that time so you know for me I go to bed at a reasonable time probably about half nine I put Luna to bed I go to bed and I might have a shower or I might just sit and read Bridgerton for a while um or you know whatever I might put some washing away whatever so I go to bed at a reasonable time but it's what happens when I'm in bed that isn't so productive or well not productive but it isn't so like, the things I want to be doing, I I get stuck on a TikTok loop, and I feel like a lot of us probably do end up on our phones, or we do end up doing the things that we know we don't want to do, and we know it's not good for us, but we do it anyway, um, because we're winding down or whatever, so I think I'm never going to be one of those people who are like, no phones for an hour before bed, because, yeah, if you can do that, fantastic, but, I don't think I can do that because I like communicating with my friends, my loved ones before I go to bed. So I want to talk to them. Do you know what I mean? So I'm never going to be someone who's like no phones before bed. But if you want to do that and that feels good to you and it's manageable, then absolutely do that. So for me, I then like take my makeup off or I'll go cleanse my face and I'll do my skincare routine so the first step to my nighttime routine is actually my skincare routine and just like a skincare routine of cleanse tone and moisturize we kind of need that in our evening routine as such I mean I use that as an example in energy protection which I do in the morning anyway um, of like you need to cleanse tone and moisturize your energy protect your energy but we kind of need that routine for our bedtime routine as well and you'll be so surprised the amount of clients I speak to who don't even have a solid skincare routine and I'm like hun where is the self-love here like we need good skincare like we need to love our skin um, and you know our skin is always going to be good to us so we need to be good to our skin for it to you know for it to look fabulous as long as possible right so look at even the basics of that are you giving your skin enough love your body enough love are you you know taking time out of your week for self-love for self-care and really looking after your body and yourself each and every day so that would be the first point of check-in to make sure you're doing that and making sure you have a good skincare routine in place as well definitely and then after that I tend to go to bed and like I said I'll read I'll end up on my phone <laughs> I will maybe listen to some music I don't know I, I do a lot of different things in my bedtime routine at that point so whatever you feel you would like to do at that point is, you know, maybe it's meditation. For me, I can't meditate that late at night because I literally do fall asleep. Um, so I meditate much earlier on in the day because I like to be awake for them. Um, but you may want to do meditation. And another thing to point out here is that you really need to not do really activating or stimulating things at that time of night. So I know some people who have done EFT at like 11 p.m. at night and they're like, Emma, I was not able to sleep. What is happening? And I'm like, well, EFT literally, which is emotional freedom technique, literally shifts energy through your body. So you are activating, clearing, and moving energy through your body. So of course, you're gonna be like mentally switched on afterwards. Of course, you're gonna be alert because you've just shifted stagnant energy. So EFT is definitely, definitely not something I would advise doing at nighttime. Definitely not. And also, I had another client who came to me who was listening to um, like sound healing Um, and they listened to it like every night. She's like, I cannot sleep. I don't know what's wrong with me. And I said, right, when did you start listening to these? And when did the sleep start being disrupted? And guess what? It was the same day. And I knew it was gonna be, but I didn't wanna say anything. I wanted to just, you know, get all the facts. And I said, look, you're listening to deeply healing sound healing, which is great, but your brain is having to work because you are receiving that sound healing or that sound frequency and your brain is having to work with that. You are having to process that. And again, healing especially means that your body's, activating, shifting, clearing energy. So again, your body's doing stuff and it's like, uh, we haven't got time to sleep, hun. We are healing deep rooted trauma here. So again, things like that are just not sensible to do at nighttime. And I know a lot of people do um, love listening to like sound frequencies and healings, like as they go to sleep, like subconscious things. But I'm like, okay, one, first of all, we need to make sure it's legitimate and credible because do you really want a stranger's things, you know, subconsciously going into your head at night? Like let's just check that's legit first. And secondly, why do we need to be doing so much of that? Like I think there's this kind of like trend of, oh yeah, when you're sleeping, like again listen to charlie's podcast of lucid dreaming because that's totally different and i really enjoy what charlie was saying with that but with these kind of like sound frequency songs and music and stuff um which lasts like eight hours and you literally just play it all night um again you have to think do you really is that actually really restful do you wake up restful after that and feeling good or are you just working in your sleep? Like you don't want to be working in your sleep. Your sleep is a time of peace, of dreaming, of you know, rest and restoration and feeling good for the next day. So I'm not against them, definitely not. I think if you can do it in the daytime, do it in the daytime. But if if it is affecting your sleep, and you're not feeling joy from it and you're not feeling the benefits from it, like you don't need to be doing that, just sleep. Sleep is for sleep, guys. So just, yeah, I I don't get on with them personally, especially I wouldn't be listening to them when I'm asleep. So I think, you know, again, as soon as my client took it out of her routine, guess who was also sleeping well at night, which was great to hear. So again, we just need to be mindful of maybe things that are overstimulating or overworking our minds that late at night. And that could also be in infect- affecting your sleep patterns um, and how you are feeling the next day as well. So I think with bedtime routines, the secret is you don't want to like do too much because it wants to be gentle. You, You know, you're slowing down, you're unwinding for the day you're, you know, getting ready to go into sleep, essentially. So you don't want to be doing really stimulating things or like working out that late at night, definitely not. So gentle things are always better. So you might want to do some journaling, maybe some reflection on the day. Maybe you want to do some meditation. Maybe you just want to do some gratitude. I love doing gratitude at nighttime too, where I just literally just go over in my head all the positive things that have happened throughout that day. And I'm like, thank you universe for that really good podcast I recorded earlier. Thank you, universe, for a lovely client session with so-and-so. Thank you, universe, for a lovely day out with my friends today. You know, just things like that. I'll always just go through my head and... you know give thanks to everything that's happened throughout the day so that's personally my number one favorite thing to do and reading as well of course um but again make it yours like it doesn't have to be hours long it doesn't have to be even half an hour long you know just create something that feels good to you maybe you want to try different things but the one thing that i really felt i was going wrong with recently with my bedtime routine is doing too much and in a world where we all constantly feel burnt out at the moment and we are having to you know cut back on so many things but also look at our time and what is worth our time and energy and what feels good I think for me the secret really has been making those evening routines more expansive where I'm like okay can I skip that practice for tonight like Do I really need to be doing that every night? Is that actually what feels good to me? Is that actually what is gonna be best for me? Or have I put a lot of work into this recently so actually I can just do it once a week or pull back a little bit? And then that is gonna give me more time to read my book. That is gonna give me more time to sit in meditation or journaling, etc. Um, Or maybe I do just want to sit in bed and watch a little bit of TV for 10 minutes. And that's going to give me that time to do it. So there is no right or wrong in terms of what you're adding into that evening routine. But it has to feel good to you. And I want it to feel expansive for you as well because... We want it to not feel like another to-do list or another check all these things off before bed. Oh my God, it's midnight. I've been doing all these things. That's just not what this is at all. And essentially we want to de-stress you. (laughs) You know, you want to be de-stressed. You want to be relaxed. You want to be in that relaxed, positive, grateful, abundant energy where you're able to then drift off into sleep easier more comfortably and with a happier mindset as well so personally for me gratitude is my number one thing at bedtime with reading as well maybe some journaling every now and again um and i just see what i need i see what i feel like doing at that point but i think the main message with the morning routine and the evening routine is to not overwhelm it and not make it feel like you have to be doing all these things. It has to be a checklist. It has to be this, because especially at bedtime, you just don't need that. And I think, again, it's more about quality rather than quantity with this, definitely. And... Setting yourself up for success in this way will create so much abundance because when you're waking up in the morning, you're gonna feel refreshed and then you're gonna feel like you have more energy and you're gonna feel more productive and be more productive throughout your day. And then your morning routine is gonna set you up for that as well. So you you can see you're creating this 24-hour cycle, this 24-hour pattern of positivity and goodness throughout your day, all by just... These simple little things at bedtime. And, you know, instead of just rolling into bed like, well, instead of like coming upstairs, taking your makeup off, rolling into bed, and being like, oh, tomorrow I've got all this stuff to do. And oh, I haven't got this done today. You know, end it with gratitude. End it with a positive. Release the stresses of the day in whatever way feels good to you. You might want to pull an oracle card. You might want to just you know, sit and stare at a wall if that felt good to you. Um, You know, there's, there's tons of things that you can do that are good and will feed your soul and help you to relax and de-stress before bed and you'll notice by doing this really quickly and really easily how well you sleep as well so for anybody who does struggle with sleep hygiene or switching their mind off and actually getting to sleep try this for 21 days and believe me you will sleep like a baby every single night um I definitely do and It helps me massively switch off, even if I have anxiety, even if I have worries or, you know, things have happened throughout the day or I'm worried about something. Um, You know, just doing this actually allows me to switch off every single night without fail, which is fantastic. Um, Even on a full moon, which is great too. And the full moon keeps us all up. So I really hope this podcast has been helpful and given you some great tips once again on how you can create a beautiful evening routine as well as your morning routine, which we did in the last podcast. So do make sure to go and have a listen to that podcast if you haven't, because it will make sense to what I've discussed in this podcast and obviously give you tips and tools for your morning routine and all the perks and benefits too. Um, But I've really enjoyed discussing these because I think, you know, they're so, so important and I really do feel there is so much secret to success in these that many people miss when actually something as simple as these can actually create so much in your life. So when people say like, what's your number one secret to manifestation, it's actually in your daily habits. Like a lot of it actually lies in the person's daily habits. And you know, if there is trauma or there is limiting beliefs and fears underneath that, and obviously, you know, that can stop people from being consistent with these There could be self-sabotage underneath. There could be other things, of course. So if you are listening to this and you try it and you're still not, you know, the ego is piping up, things are happening um, and you're still not able to be consistent, look inwards at that point. Look at the inner work because if everything's feeling good and the practices are manageable and sustainable and, you know, you're setting yourself up in the right ways, then it's definitely the inner work that could be, um, self-sabotaging that for you and stopping you from having that consistency and sticking to it. But again, keep it simple, keep it manageable and it will serve you. The more you show up for it, the more it's gonna show up for you as well. So there are so many benefits to this and yeah, I just really hope you've enjoyed listening to these podcasts that you're gonna take away lots of good tips and tools and implement this over the next three weeks and create magic and abundance in your life. So thank you so much, guys, for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where I can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things law of attraction and spirituality. And I hope you have a fantastic week, whatever you're up to, and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love.